Welcome to Beard Talk, everybody. Hey, what's up, everybody? That's Devin. I'm Jesse. Thanks for hanging out. Two bearded dudes talking about Jesus and spirituality and nature's greatest accessory, the beard. The beard. The beard. It's great in all shapes, large How and small. How you doing, man? What's up with you? I'm doing all right. You know, it's been an interesting week, but uh, it's things are, are getting better and going well, so... Um, how about you, man? How you doing? You know, there's been a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of feeling our feelings in my house, you know, mm. because honestly, this stuff is, this, this whole thing is tough. And mm. I feel like I say this every time that this thing comes in waves, but you know, sometimes we have good days and bad days, but there's always kind of this overarching thing that's hanging over. So that's, uh, definitely something I think we're all kind of walking through a bit. Yeah. It's quite funny. Cause for me, it's been a lot of like time just kind of blurring, like the week just kind of like huh. zooms by and, and that's not a pun on my main source of meetings, but, <laughs> oh my gosh, but like it, it just, it just like kind of goes by really, really fast. And then as I was looking at, uh, like finding the link for the live stream to share mm-hmm. on social media, I was like, Oh, we're on episode eight. It's been two months. Oh man. Which like, that was a huge revelation for me. It's like, we've been in this for two months now. Okay. No wonder everybody's stir crazy. Like <laughs> that makes a ton of sense now. It's like, it's like go two months without eating vegetables. Will you still have your teeth? Probably not. I mean, I, by the way, eat your vegetables, people. <laughs> they're not a sponsor, yes, but we they, do recommend. Yeah, we do recommend a sponsor. <laughs> yes, the vegetable lobby is like a huge sponsor for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think now is the perfect time to do our beard seal of approval. Absolutely. All right. Let's roll into it. Let's see. All right. All right, so my beard seal of approval for this week is a mobile game. It's uh, Call of Duty on the phone, which I never thought would work. I never thought that would be something that would be done. But Okay. And I'm not a big Call of Duty fan. In fact, I actually can't stand most of those games on, like, like on consoles fair enough but it's really simple and oddly addicting and uh mostly because i have a few friends that i play with from back home but okay fair enough it's it's worth the play fair enough all right well my beard seal of approval this week Uh, my beard seal of approval this week is an album, uh, Reflections, by uh, a rapper named Derek Minor. Just love the beats. They're just super heavy, trunk rattling, and super interesting. Hmm. And he's just such a, he's got just a, 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 he's just such a fierce rapper. I just hmm. love it. Like, it feels like really like, he's such a fierce rapper. Like, I just that coming out of my face feels dumb, but he's, he's such an incredible MC. Like, just so much skill. The way he's, yeah, big fan of him as a lyricist. That's awesome. Well, that's it for our Beard Seal of Approval. Awesome. Well, for tonight, now that we've gotten the the fun uh, bearded, multicolored beard music out of the way. Um, <laughs> that was almost like, well, now that we've got the fun out of the way. <laughs> Well, Let's really you, drag down the mood. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we turn the terrible. part of the show we turn the lights off and uh, have naps. No, 
Although that I, I'm not against that idea as a segment. What's the thing where people make like scratchy noises on the ASMR? On oh yeah, is this the AM, ASMR portion of beer talk? No, I will never, never no. do an ASMR. I could totally do that with this. Just like I mean, know. there there is a whole group of people that would love that, but I am not one of them. But please don't watch our thing. No. no. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I thought for this week, um, it'd be good if we chatted about good habits. Because hmm. um, we all have habits. Some are good. Some are bad. And I, I don't know anything about habits, he says, as he drinks coffee at like 7 at night. Yeah, same, but it's water, so I don't have that habit. <laughs> oh! I, Ooh, sorry. That, that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call virtue signaling. That is what that is. Um, <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm scared to get off my high horse here. It's, and, spot, uh, it's about to get real. <laughs> yeah, I'm just hopping off my high horse. I named him Clippity Clop. And... Uh, <laughs> And now we're back down here. But yeah, I wanted to actually kind of like shift things up a little bit and do like not a devotional, but like kind of a devotional. Okay. And then go into like our questions and talking a little about a little bit about it. So Romans 12 verse one is a really good passage to kind of talk about creating good habits. Hmm. So Romans 12 verse one says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God which is your spiritual worship. Hmm. So Paul's sharing this with the Christians in Rome. And as he begins this chapter, he's kind of like setting them up for a couple of things. Mm -hmm. And it's about like lifestyle and how you live. But he shares the idea of presenting ourselves as living sacrifices. Mm -hmm. And I want to just take a quick little second and talk about that. Mm -hmm. um, first, the sacrificial system has changed. So now, and then I put like in here, we don't kill anymore. There's a little more to that. So like the, the idea now is that we can live out our lives as a mm -hmm. sacrifice to God. Whereas before in the Old Testament, whenever you did something wrong, you had to like, you know, bring a perfect like dove or perfect cow or depending on the sin mm -hmm. and, and uh, what you're trying to accomplish and have it actually killed and sacrificed for your sin. So now the way we live and the actions that we take can be like actions towards um, a sacrifice of living for God. But now the word sacrifice here, I really don't think is meant like in the like <clears throat> you pay for it, but it's like in the sense of like you're offering it over type thing. Um, so now every action we take can be done to bring glory to God. And uh, the other cool thing about this, this uh, verse is that the physical and the spiritual mm -hmm. side of like worship collide. So it's like our spiritual selves are affected by our physical decisions and then mm -hmm. our physical decisions can also be affected by our spiritual decisions as well. And there's that like amalgamation of the two together. Yeah. Well, let me hop on that for yeah. a second. Um, so kind of what the term you're kind of getting at, there's a term for this. Um, it's called in, you know, embodied. So we have a faith that is embodied. So mm -hmm. our spirituality is not separate in Christianity from our body. Mm -hmm. you know, that's a very, not to get all school on y'all, but that's a very, you know, around this time, Greek idea mm -hmm. that there's a separation between spirit and body. Mm -hmm. But through Jesus's incarnation, we don't make that separation. Mm -hmm. So our spiritual life is our physical life. Our physical life is our spiritual life. It's all very connected, mm -hmm. um, which is why I love um, Eugene Peterson's take on this okay. uh, from Romans 12, which is... Yeah. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. 
Mm. You know, I love that just at your everydayness, the the dirt and dust and the physicality of your life that all of that you offer, you you basically you open the door, let God walk into it mm-hmm. and and walk that with God. Mm-hmm. I like the 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 word choice of everyday. Exactly. That's, that's really powerful because it's like a constant reminder of every action and everything you do. Well, yeah, it's not like saintly superheroes are the only one who can, only ones who can do this. You know, mm-hmm. there is there is a uh, there's a, a, a spiritual significance and a, a spiritual beauty to the everyday. Mm-hmm. Plus, if we looked at the saintly superheroes, you'd see all of them are heavily flawed. If you do a quick character study anyways. You shut your mouth. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, so leading into now talking about habits, um, we're going to kind of like now that we've had the idea of like everyday life, talking about habits, but I, I wanted <clears> to now shift to some questions. Um, so first, like what is a bad habit that you have? Hmm. Um, by the way, I think there's approximately like 3,500 pop tunes that came out in the last two years. Um, referencing bad habits, <laughs> like mm. seriously. True story. Oh, that's okay, Taylor Swift. Let's take a break. Um, so a bad habit I have, honestly, like it, it's it, it's not a light one, right? Um, but my my bad habit is assuming the worst in every interaction. Mm. You know, and especially in since lots of our interactions are text based right now. It's just like, oh man. Um, so that's that's my bad habit is I'll I'll assume the negative, mm. you know, and that's something I'm definitely working on. How about you? What's well? Now you highlighted one I didn't know I had, so thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome. But uh, for me, uh, one of my bad habits that I have, I have many, but I'm, I'm working on on the ones that I'm aware of. Now I have to work on a new one. Thank you. But uh, one of my really big bad habits is nail chewing. I'm like a nail, like I just like sit there and like anxiety chew my, my fingernails like crazy. Solidarity. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's usually like to the point where like, then I get like hang nails and then I rip oh. it out and there's like blood and it's just, it's not a good time wow. and it's really that's, messy. Um, that's very, that's a heck of a picture. Yeah. Um, so it kind of like forces that physical kind of pain on me, which that's not why I do it. I do it out of like anxiety habits and comfort. Mm -hmm. And for a while, I truly believe that was like the perfect way to trim your nails was by chewing them. But I have now since learned because during the COVID thing, you try new things and you do some crazy stuff. So I let my wife paint my nails and uh, she put like (laughs) this like healthy, like clear coat type thing on it. That's supposed to like make your nails better. Mm -hmm. I, I don't understand it. And so she put it on. And since then I've realized that I can't bite my nails now because there's poison on my nails. Ah. So <laughs> that's helped me See, turn to actually trimming. Now I'm super disappointed that it's not like, you know, dark blue or black nail polish. Like you need, mm-hmm. you need. now I, I'm just Kendra, if you're listening, um, I'm going to need to see Devin with some goth nails next time. So yeah, get on that. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say no. When I was in high school, I let one of my friends paint my nails in a rainbow and wore them for the day. So We, we all need to relive our emo phases from the early 2000s. Those mm-hmm. of us who were like old enough for emo phases in the early 2000s. Mm. Yes. So now kind of hopping on to like the Romans 12, one idea. How can we be living sacrifices? Hmm. I, I think... 
what I don't, a place I don't want to go with this mm. is a kind of legalistic sin management kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Cause it's real easy to go there. Yeah. You know? Um, but I think the idea of living sacrifice to me is that you, you invite God into the entirety of your life. Mm-hmm. You open the door, you the sacrifice being vulnerability and openness um, and letting God into your life. Part of that sacrifice too, though, is letting go of our own internal and innate selfishness, mm-hmm. you know, and, and choosing to let someone else, uh, into how we do our life. Mm-hmm. I think that's, a, that's a big part of it. That's where I would land. Yeah. Uh, for me, a couple of ideas that I had, um, is like the idea of trying to replace bad ones with good ones for habits. So like, you know, like nail biting, painting my nails, that helped mm-hmm. because then I'm not going to chew chemicals. But on a more deeper level, just taking time for self-reflection. Mm. And yeah. if you're a list maker, make a list. Mm-hmm. And like list the good ones, list the bad ones, list them all. And But like that idea of taking that time to pause and reflect and be like, so how am I doing? Mm-hmm. How are these things going? How are my actions showing and so not necessarily like a legalistic sense of it but more just like a self-awareness yeah it's an awareness thing it's taking a breath and going all right what's going on Mm -hmm. you know that just being uh, that gentle interrogation of Mm -hmm. yourself you know and listen since we all have these you know make a you know Put some routines on here. My my spiritual routine shows up as a reminder. Mm-hmm. So that it's like, boom, okay, here's your list of stuff that you try to get to during the day. I don't use it legalistically, but it's a reminder. Hey, all right, try and stop a couple times during the day and, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things. Yeah, and then the other one, because I am still a youth pastor, so it's it's like my simple my simple fix to it is filter all decisions and action, actions through like the question of like, will this increase or decrease my relationship with God? Hmm. And again, like it's, it's simple, but it's also like, there's a, there's a depth and reflective side to it. And uh, I find like, for me, like understanding my habits, reflection's really important because mm-hmm. I don't really, if I'm just living every day in the moment and just kind of respond or kind of reacting instead of responding, I'm not aware of my flaws mm-hmm. or not aware of habits that I'm creating. Yeah. I, I, w- I would add one more, one more lens. Okay. And, and, and the lens being you know, the lens of harm. Mm. Am I harming myself? Mm-hmm. Am I harming others? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and those, those two things, because neither of those things are things that God wants for us. Mm-hmm. And I guess in, in my own mentality, I assume those in mm-hmm. my, is it building or taking away my relationship? Mm-hmm. But I probably shouldn't. Well, I, I just want to expand the lens so that it's, it's not just, you know, am I harming my relationship with God, but am I harming myself? Am I harming the people around me? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you could argue. I could. That and I, uh, I kind of do. <laughs> what? You never. It's it's that's not to say that these are hard divisions. Like no. All of these, the borders around all the all these things are pretty loose. Like mm-hmm. all, they all kind of are part of one flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, what are some good habits to increase our relationship with God? Well, short beard first. Short beard first. first? Last time. <laughs> Fair enough. You went first the last couple, so I'll I'll give you. A, Get it, Devin. Get so it. I'm just gonna put on my stereotypical pastor hat for a second. Bloop. Um, 
Um, this is my stereotypical pastor hat. Yes. I don't wear hats because I don't like how they look. But just imagine <laughs> like a nice top hat with a feather. This is basically just managing what's going on underneath here. I don't have much to manage, so I'm good to go. <laughs> but my stereotypical pastor hat comes on here, and my first two are like the very stereotypical. You know, it's it's the prayer. Mm-hmm. But I want to kind of expand on that, not just say pray more, but like kind of if you if you're not one that does pray or you struggle with um, praying regularly, what I what I've tried to do to help, and I'm, again I'm not doing this perfectly, but it but I try to incorporate prayer in like from my moment I wake up, when I go to sleep, and then like throughout my day in small moments. So my uh, my youth pastor way back when. Uh, used to kind of explain it in the sense of like doing like a 10 second prayer. So like hmm. if you're walking between classes and like you go, like you got math class, you're going to science class next to him in the hallway time between them, keep your eyes open because closing your eyes and walking the hallways in high school is just not a good idea, but <laughs> keep your eyes open, but walk. But in that time, just check in with God and just say like, Hey hmm. God, this is how I'm doing. Or Hey God, this is what I'm worried about. Or Hey God, I just wanted to say, I appreciate your presence. And in those moments, when you do that, those small little bits of prayer will create a habit of more Mm -hmm. in-depth conversation with God because you'll just naturally want to turn to him in those Mm -hmm. moments. And the other one is study. And uh, I I wanted to highlight this as spend time to understand God. Mm -hmm. Now, again, the Bible is a great resource for this, but sometimes the Bible can be very intimidating. But there are a ton of good Christian authors that help Mm -hmm. explain things through their interpretation that I'm not saying just slowly, solely go to those books, but they can be very beneficial and very helpful in your time studying. Do you, do you have something you would like to? I, yeah, yeah, no, I do. I, I wanted to, um, for, for anyone who finds the Bible intimidating, what I would encourage you to, instead of doing a cover to cover kind of deal, mm-hmm. I had a buddy who all he read was like, the first, like the, the first few books of the Bible, mm-hmm. he, he calls himself an, an, you know, an accidental Israelite because he, you know, he wanted to follow God, but he was like heavy mm-hmm. into the commandments and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, s- start with the gospels. Yeah. Matthew, Mark, uh, Luke, John is especially a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my faves, but start with the gospels. start reading about Jesus before mm-hmm. anything else. Um, there's a lot there. And it's a lot, uh, not that it isn't, there, there isn't some parts of that that are complex, but um, that's definitely, you know, the clearest representation we have of who God is, is Jesus. Yeah. So start with the stories of Jesus. Um, yeah. Because usually when you start in Genesis, by the time you hit Leviticus, it's very confusing. So <laughs> Yeah. And, it, and hard to read. And super depressing. Yeah. <laughs> As you go through like all several hundred rules and how mm-hmm. to follow them out in every possible scenario. I, I wanted to hop into one thing too, as well that I, mm-hmm. I want to recommend to people in terms of, um, cause study is one thing, but, um, there's a, there's a type of, um, scripture meditation, uh, called, uh, Lectio Divina mm-hmm. or literally means divine reading. Mm-hmm. What makes it different from Bible study is, is what it is, is just taking a passage of uh, scripture and then, normally also in the gospels um, and just reading through it slowly and then just taking some quiet time to just kind of invite the spirit Mm. to talk to you and feelings, impressions, whatever. And then, and you read through it a few times. I actually just uh, put on um, 
the link uh, a link to an article called a beginner's guide to lectio divina mm-hmm. uh, in a link in uh, it's a link in our bio on instagram so if you wanted to check that out the link is there i'll throw it up in the description of the video once it posts as well yeah um but i've always found that to be a super helpful part of growing in relationship mm-hmm. And if you are a leader at all in ministry, the first thing you're going to want to do is try to make it a message. So you have to turn off your pastor hat, take it off yeah. and throw it away when you do that. Yeah. The thing that separates uh, divine reading or Lectio Divina from Bible study is you're not looking for a moral of the story. It's not a fable. Mm-hmm. You know what it, you're kind of opening the box and opening the boundaries and kind of just letting God mm-hmm. speak. Yeah. You know. uh, another really good habit. Because I have, I have a couple more here. And these are, are now on the total flip side of the stereotypical one. One is physical care. Hmm. Um, your body health and mental health really matter. Absolutely. So building good habits in your spiritual care is actually taking care of the body that God has given you as well. Mm-hmm. And that's I'm not trying to shame anybody, especially in this time where it's a little bit harder to be physically active and Netflix mm-hmm. is very tempting. Uh, <laughs> but... That stuff is important mm-hmm. and it, it will help all around with building good habits. Yeah. Well, something we've been saying through this whole thing is these are all connected systems, mm-hmm. you know, so every single one of them influences the other spiritual health, mental health, physical mm-hmm. health. Those are all connect. Those are all one thing. Mm-hmm. Really. And another one. And again, this one's kind of been kind of wonkied with, uh, with like self distancing and all that kind of, or mm-hmm. social distancing, not self distancing. <laughs> but I love the idea of I'm getting away from myself. Yeah. Six feet away from myself. But it's time management. Mm. So like both like who, who you spend your time with, but then also like what you're spending your time on as well. And that's another really big one because small things that are good in the right amount of time can be very dangerous to building bad habits if they become all consuming. So you're saying an hour and a half of surfing around on TikTok is not healthy? I'm an old man, so I don't know what TikTok really is. <laughs> all I know is I've seen some like parents trying to use it and it and it just verifies I should not. I absolutely, <laughs> you know, for sure. But it again, like it could be cuz I also know that there's Cause I'm in a couple different youth pastor groups and there's a lot of like American youth pastors that have TikTok accounts and they do like TikTok time required like devotionals. So there like there is good in, in those things as well, but it's about balancing that time. Yeah. If you're scrolling on any platform for like a couple hours, that's probably not a good call. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And then um, last question for us. What are some habits you are working on? Hmm. Short beard first. Yeah. I figure we can, we can go back and forth on this. Um, (laughs) So one for me has been Devo time, like my devotional time with Mm. God. And I think for me, I've been kind of struggling because every time I go to the Bible, I'm like, I I just want to appreciate it. Then I end up just studying it. And I blame Bible college for that. But, (laughs) but it's both a good thing and a bad thing. But uh, for me, like just having that time where I can just like chill and just be in the word of God and just let it impact me without me thinking I could use that for a youth message or I could use that in a prayer or I could use that just like just separating dude you got to start using these prayer apps that I keep talking to you about (laughs) that's true it's true Um, yeah so now you can share one Um, one I'm working on honestly is just 
sticking to a spiritual routine. Mm. Um, there's been, you know, there's a lot on the table and there's not a lot of space. There's four, four of us in my house. Mm-hmm. So taking quiet time and, or quiet time. I hate using that word. It feels so, I just wrote in my journal and here's my latte mm-hmm. and I Instagrammed it. So that means devotionals happened. See, when, um, I, when I hear quiet time, I think of like QT, like from like summer camp ministries. I never attended them, but I had friends that were counselors. <laughs> it's basically so. like time out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but actually, actually, you know, taking time. In, in, in solitude, even if it's a little bit of time, mm-hmm. but sticking to that is something I'm, I'm, I'm working on in mm-hmm. terms of finding space. Uh, another one for me is, and I'm failing at this one hardcore. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Kendra can confirm this, but it's not eating because I'm bored slash <laughs> I, I want comfort. So I'm going to grab a cookie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And cause it's never just one cookie. That's the honest life. <laughs> That's definitely one that I've been, I've always kind of struggled with in my life. And when I was a much bigger person, it was a huge issue and I've slimmed down, but I've also kind of put some weight back on and mm. it's not just for weight management. It's also because then I'm putting my, my mental health comfort in things that are temporary and that's not very good for me either. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, one I'm working on is, um, being a, a yes dad mm. in terms of, um, I, I can be on my, you know, it's easy to be on the screen a lot. Mm-hmm. So when my kids, you know, and, and I, I, some days I'm better at this than others, but when my kids ask me to do something with them, mm. trying in, you know, instead of, oh no, I don't really want to, or I'm tired, you know, but trying to say yes, mm. yes to that, you know, and I'm, I'm always better off for it. Yeah. You know, honestly, always better off with that time, but it's trying to be a yes person instead of a no I don't want to or I'm tired or don't bother your dad <laughs> that, you know try not to fall into that yeah that's fair um, it's really easy when your kids are bunnies because they never ask anything <laughs> other than our one will smash the the hay bowl mm-hmm. up against the side of the cage when it's empty to let us know that they would like more hay <laughs> but outside of that it's it's so it's I don't quite understand that yet but I know one day I will Oh, and, that's uh, funny. Oh, my word. Uh, another one that I'm trying to work on, and this has been extra hard in this um, quarantine time, is but it's been uh, my screen time. Mm. And I almost want to say that my screen time should also count as like my TV, not just my devices. Mm. Because the easy way to get over, to get through stuff is just to say, oh, we're going to marathon this show now. Click. Yeah. And then... And you get Netflix shamed or Disney plus shamed when it asks if you're still watching and you're like, yes, I am still watching. I feel like they should just turn that feature off for COVID. <laughs> but when that feature has come on, it has reminded me I should probably go for a walk. Okay, uh, Except for Devin, Keep except for Devin. Devin. I need it. I need that kind of structure. In my life. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix is a good dad. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good dad. <laughs> oh man. Oh, brutal. Yeah. How about you? Um, well, the screen time, definitely. You know, one mm. of the, th- one of the things is I, I do so much of my job on this thing. Mm. So, you know, it's when it comes so Monday to Friday, I spend so much time on technology cause that's, you know, in terms of meeting people's, uh, spiritual and emotional needs, that's where most of my work is. And mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I love being able to, 
um, do that kind of work and do that kind of spiritual care. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to like when Saturday hits, I'm trying to just turn this thing off, Mm. you know, and just not engage for an entire day with my phone, which is hard. It's Mm -hmm. really hard. But anytime I've done it is so healthy. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely hard. Kendra and I have done and I mentioned this on a previous one. We do like phone free time. Mm. Uh, usually we are still kind of watching a movie or something because there's not really a whole lot else you can do. Uh, but even just putting that down and being like, no, we're just going to be together, watch this together kind of thing. It's It's been pretty, pretty beneficial, but it's hard to put. Because originally I was like, let's do it for a day. Now I'm like, let's do it for an evening <laughs> because it's so hard. <laughs> oh, it's dude. so hard. Oh, man. What about you guys? Um, now as we're kind of getting close to the end, I think it's uh, a question we could ask you guys is just like, what are some habits that you are trying to work on? Like what is what is some of that big stuff that you're trying to accomplish or change? Because the best thing about this season is with everything changing, with everything being different, we almost get to reset and set a new normal. Hmm. So this is the time where we can break bad habits and create good habits and kind of restructure our lives. So what are some things you guys want to work on? Yeah. And really any other, any other things that have come up that you're like, Hey, I'd like to know more about that. Or here's what I think about that. Mm. But yeah, hop in the chat. Don't be shy. Mm. My friend says trying not to be negative about stuff. Hmm. I, you know, I, yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a good one. Mm Hmm. Especially when you're having like one of those days where it's just not a good one. You're just like, man, I'm bummed. Everything's kind of crappy. Like it's just. Yeah. It's, it's like putting on a set of glasses, right? Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to look at everything this way. And I, and I think we should draw a difference between like, there's a difference between negative about stuff. And Mm -hmm. actually you can be genuinely honest Mm -hmm. that, you know, stuff sucks and feel your feelings. Yeah. That's, that's. That's actually healthy. Mm-hmm. Where it becomes unhealthy is where it becomes, you know, the lens in which that's how you view everything. Mm-hmm. You know, when it when it becomes almost like a permanent attitude where mm-hmm. you just sort of sit in viewing things negatively, that's when it gets unhealthy for you. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with going, uh, yeah, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Janice says that she's been trying to have better sleep habits. This week hasn't gone so well, uh, but paying more attention to good sleep. Hmm. That's something you've been kind of wrestling with too, eh? Yeah. Sleep yeah. Sleep is like the one friend that I want to come over every night, and he just doesn't want to. He doesn't want to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> sleep and I broke up. We're not BFFs anymore. Um, yeah, totally. I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, by the you know you know, being, you know, old sauce on here. Um, mm. having kids means by the time it's time to sleep, it's time to sleep. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Ephraim shared that you noticed that his work ethic is dropping with school. So I think he's saying he wants to work on that more too, I guess. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it's been eight weeks. Yeah. I know it hasn't been in school that whole time cause they had a longer March break or whatever, mm-hmm. but like, Still, it's like going in and school is 100% on like the students and the parents now yeah, to make sure it gets done, which is so much harder. Yeah. And 
you know, one thing I do want to say is, uh, yes, you know, there's, there's, there's stuff we can get better at. There's, mm -hmm. there's stuff that we can be moving into. First of all, if you're tending to your spiritual health, mm. there's something about God naturally helping improve, mm -hmm. you know, your ability to do things. Mm -hmm. But also I just want to encourage everybody, just be gentle with yourselves. Mm -hmm. Like this, this time is hard. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's hard in ways that we don't totally understand. Yeah. And, and so be, as you undertake this stuff, have grace for yourself, be gentle with yourself, be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And don't habit shame after this either. Yeah. Like when, if you do uh, take some time to reflect and to write out like some of the good and bad habits that you have mm -hmm. going on, don't just be like, don't just focus in on the bad ones and be like, oh man, I can't believe I'm dealing with this. Cause mm -hmm. the reality is, is God's going to be working in you forever. Mm -hmm. And at least, at least until you die kind of thing. I guess that's yeah. not forever. There is a timeline, but he'll be, he'll be working, man. <laughs> <laughs> Winning. <laughs> He'll be working on on you like until your last breath. So because yeah. of that, like give yourself some grace in that and know that you're, you're a work in progress and that you will be moving forward. Yeah. You're not doing God any favors by beating yourself up. No. And, and just know that uh, Jesus is not in the business of shame. No. So in the business, the, the business, he's in the, the business, business of grace, of, of grace mm. and freedom and love. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know, accents aside, that's the truth. So yeah. Yeah. Well, would you like to wrap us up in a word of prayer? Yeah, I would. And actually, uh, I'm going to grab something from, um, there's an app that I use kind of on the regular and I'd encourage anybody they want to check it out. The app's called sacred space. It's a mm. daily guided prayer meditation. Hmm. Um, with scripture and that kind of takes some of the guesswork out. So, you know, so here's, here's where you go. They have sections and this is a section titled consciousness. So this is kind of where I'd like to leave us today. Mm. Lord, conscience of your presence, Lord, I look over my recent past. Mm. Let me be honest with myself about how I've been and what I've done because I know you love truth in the heart and accept me just as I am. Hmm. So take that with you this week, that God is working in you. God has not forgotten you. You know you matter. Know that you're loved. And come at all of this with a sense of grace and not with a sense of shame. Hmm. And with that, go in peace, everyone. Have a great week.